How does creating the life of your dreams in 2016 sound? Or what about helping someone else do the same? With Christmas approaching, the well and new range of inspirational products is all inspiring. Choose from vision board kits, a gratitude box, a John box, coaching packages, and more. Gifts start from just $5. To find out more, simply go to wellandyou.com. That's W-E-L-L-I-N-E-U-X.com. And click on the Christmas catalog to help make 2016 incredible for you and the people you care about. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara. Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And today we have my dentist on the line. And Lillian Cluj is no ordinary dentist. (laughs) She's a holistic dentist. And I felt that after we had, um, Kim and I had that conversation with Carlos, uh, Dr. Carlos Sanchez, a couple of weeks ago, we felt that it was important that we um, bring a holistic dentist um, into the loop so people can learn about who these people are, what they're doing. There's not many of them around. I can tell you that because it took me a while to find Dr. Lillian. Um, <laughs> took me a long time to find her and um, since I found her, um, she's been doing some amazing things um, in my mouth. <laughs> so welcome, Lillian. Uh, hello. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to hear that. And, yeah, there is a lot of things that uh, uh, we need to put in consideration when we talk about uh, um, holistic dentistry and especially in the amalgam removal. Yeah. Yeah. Lillian, can you give us a history of um, you wanting to be a dentist and then yes. what got you into holistic Yes, yeah. Well, a holistic dentistry at first, uh, we, we done, I, I did not have an idea about what was that, but uh, what comes first was my health. So I started to have some problems uh, that I couldn't solve with uh, uh, general de- uh, medicine. And uh, I started to look after what could be the problem that would be environment talking that could be affecting my work and could be affecting my health. And then I start to cut off things and I find out that uh, restoration that I had uh, in Amalgam uh, was playing a role. And also um, at work, when you're working with the Amalgam, that also uh, goes to you. So I was in an in a environment that was toxic. Mm. So it's being some... a dentist, yeah, <laughs> for long years, I graduated in 1994 so, and I, I did not have an idea before that uh, that could be a problem. So, Lillian, when did you start thinking? I mean, the, the lines that we've heard lately mm-hmm. is that biodentistry is absolutely huge now. And oh, in yeah. fact, where a lot of people are looking to the gut for issues, there's even a precursor to the gut now. Mm-hmm. And that is the fact that the teeth, the mouth, which is a, an absolute haven for toxins and infections and, and issues that people are overlooking from amalgam through to BPA composite fillings through to obviously what we've been talking about with cavitations. Can mm-hmm. you just give us an overview on where you think dentistry began and, and what's happened from a holistic point of view um, and how it's evolved and why there's so few of you that are actually approaching dentistry with that holistic viewpoint. Um, yes. Um, well, why has only a little ones is uh, some not, not many dentists uh, looking on holistic dentistry? I cannot tell you because maybe they, they, they don't have that concept for holistic. And uh, I have that concept because uh, I look in, in me and then I, I start to see that uh, me as a patient, uh, I, I could have those restorations removed for a material that would be aesthetic and would be also biologically acceptable to my body and would not be as poison as restoration that is silver fillings that we call that contains mercury on it. 
Okay, so if uh, if I would uh, isolate myself and just see myself as a patient, uh, I would say yes. Uh, before I, I do anything else, I change my amalgams and uh, see that it, if I will feel better after that. And that's what's happened when I chose to remove the amalgams I'm, and I change also my diet. Um, and a couple of other steps that you, you go, that's why we, we do like approach not alone. We do approach with uh, other people um, in the same area, like GPs and naturopaths, all working together. To That's why we call holistic, because we, we don't work alone with the patient. We have an interaction and each one works in their, in their department, I would say. And... Um, when I, I see that I need to work in my body to see if I was with a, a health diet, so that diet would need to be changed as well. And then uh, after that, that affects the gut, as you have uh, mentioned as well. The gut is a kind of a second brain for us. So if your gut is not working well, uh, nothing will work well, actually, because that it's a chain for other things. So... If you, uh, if you want to do a detox and remove heavy metals, you need to start with your diet. So the diet would need to, especially if you have gluten and uh, if you have cow milk, the, uh, that will make it more difficult for you to do a detoxification and also will make your gut not work well. So you need to increase in proteins. So... And then in your gut, you need to have the fermented foods. Cindy has a lot of things for us to help on that because she, she does have products for us that it is organic, that it is a good source, and we can ferment it. And uh, we have then um, a probiotic that will work in our gut and will make our gut better. So when your gut is working better, um, and then you will not have digestive problems as well. And if you do have, and then is the where it works another professional that will will have a look at what you need there to to help your digestive part to work in a proper way, because you want to do elimination of uh, toxins, and then um, that's one one step that you need to go. So when you you have that pathway by side, you have a clear that. It doesn't go from one day to the other. It takes a while until you you'd have that uh, detoxification done. Um, and then you, you move to other the part or other part. So you will work and check how, how is your levels of minerals, how is your levels of vitamins, um, and the, what more you need to, to work in conjunctions to make the whole body to work functionally and good. So you so cut nothing, off... So yeah. nothing knew what amalgams or the mercury poisoning was going to do for us, obviously, and yet we've had amalgam filling for however many decades... My grandmother had gold fillings. Can yes. you tell us, like, wh why did it go to amalgam and, and was mercury never considered a problem from the very beginning? Or was uh, it that we hid? Well, the, I think at first they, they was not uh, a concern because they... They they didn't put the um, the mercury to be an issue. We have uh, we have mercury in many other uh, substances and other medications, I would say, and um, they they did not come up as an issue. And it was it's still acceptable today by the ADA. And uh, the the things that they stay in, I think, um, as a good material is because restoration uh, in amalgam they they stays longer. They, they don't break that easy. Uh, actually, if you do a good research, you will see that what breaks is your tooth. But sometimes I have many patients here that comes with uh, old amalgam and the tooth is broken because there is an um, expansion that happened with the restoration there and that it is uh, bigger than the limit that your tooth would spend as well. And that causes cracks in the tooth. And depends where it goes that crack, you lose the tooth. You know, mm. so it stays for a while because it was a ship material, uh, easy to place, did not have the, the concern with uh, contamination with the saliva, did not have the concern with bonding, was, uh, was uh, easier to place and uh, more affordable as well. Uh, a disadvantage was that uh, aesthetically was not good. 
So that's why they start to think in other other materials that could uh, substitute the amalgam. But later on, that comes out the, the, the issue of toxicity with the mercury. I actually, Lillian, now that you mentioned that, I remember years ago, I went to a Sydney dentist and he said to me, gosh, I'm just trying to think back now. It would have been like 15, 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he looked at my fillings and they were the amalgams and he said, they've got to go. We're going to replace them with porcelain. Mm-hmm. Is, is, it, is it porcelain, the white? Yes. Porcelain yeah. is one of the materials that uh, it is white, aesthetical, and uh, would be a good replacement. We we have done... Um, Depend of the size, that's what will dictate for you uh, what kind of material you place. So if it is quite a large restoration, it's a good idea to have in porcelain. If it is, uh, if you need like more than, than one tooth, like in a bridge way, and it is a chewing tooth, like the back ones, uh, the zirconia would be another material that you could work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you combine zirconia with porcelain as well, you know. And then um, if it is a small restoration, a composite then uh, would come in place. But then you need to, to, to think in the BPAs because there is many composite restoration that it is just resins that uh, they have BPAs on it. And that it is a, another concern then. So, so we go from mercury poisoning to BPA, um, yeah. obesogenic, um, come endocrine disrupting disorders because of the BPA. Exactly. So today we we have many, many talks about BPAs, including uh, all the plastics. So we know that if you use microwave and you put the plastic thing in there, you have the BPAs that would be playing a go. But uh, they're now uh, having some bottles that uh, are BPA freeze as well. But even for, for little kids, you know, for, for children, uh, the, the bottles that they use sometimes contains BPAs. Um, dummies and, and so uh, there is so many materials and so many things that contains BPAs that uh, you really need to look and uh, look in the label to see if that contains or not because we know that the BPAs is very harmful for you you can yeah what are some of the symptoms that you see Lillian when you have a patient come in and they do have the amalgams there how do you what are some of the symptoms that they're presenting with that to them they've probably been living with for the last 15, 20 years and don't really know really the difference, but you know because it's driven by the amalgams. By the amalgams, yeah. That is the difficult issue because, uh, as you said, the patient have that amalgam for a long, long time and they don't associate the restoration with uh, the problems that they might be feeling. So many patients, they complain about... uh, uh, could not sleep probably. Uh, some of them they have shaking problems. Uh, some of them they would have uh, headaches. That that was my case. I have a kind of migraine that was increasing, increasing, increasing. I would not say that the only cause was the amalgams, but since I have done the detoxification and removed the amalgams, the migraines improve. There was a bit of a hormonal problem there as well, but the I solving that part. Um, it went, uh, I would say, 80% better, it's only removing the amalgams. So other patients come here and they, they well, they can't sleep. They, that's uh, the main thing that we can see. Um, they have uh, some, some of them would have metallic taste. And uh, there is another issue that it is just coming up, uh, the new research uh, right now. It is the EMF association as well, because when you have a lot of metals in your mouth, there is a link that uh, it can be also that you, you work as a galvanic reaction and you can also have more uh, EMFs uh, in you because of the amalgams that you have in your mouth. Wow. So it's a, a yeah magnetic fields, electromagnetic fields. So it's all connected, you know. We know that if we go outside in your background, also we will be exposed to that. But if you can remove what uh, what you have in your body, that would be less, you know. It's better. We know that we cannot be, we cannot avoid everything because we go outside, we go in a, in a shopping center, we will be exposed to certain things, you know. But uh, you need to try to diminish as much as you can. 
you know. I have a patient here just last week that uh, she had the whole mouth full of amalgams, and we started just with one quadrant, removing all of them. And uh, after the first appointment that she had removed, uh, just a couple of days later, her headaches that uh, she she had uh, intermittent headaches is just gone. Wow! You know, <laughs> so it needs more studies, of course. But it, it is very. Uh, I cannot say. I cannot regard to be a coincidence only. You know, if you do one thing, you do detoxification, and then you remove that, and the patient nearly immediately felt better. That's amazing. You know, so it is amazing. I have another and, another lady that she had a shaking problem. Um, the whole mouth started to shake, and sometimes even the eyes was shaking, and she, she mentioned that, and then she went to doctors, and no one could pinpoint what was you know, and then she came and she, she she had read in the internet that it could be some amalgams and she knew that she had many amalgams in her mouth. She come, we, we start to remove. After we remove the second quadrant, uh, the shake is gone. Gee whiz. You know, so you can tell me it's coincidence, but uh, uh, how much we will uh, put as coincidence? So removing these amalgams is not something um, that you do lightly um, because you have been removing mine, Lillian. And yes. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the stuff that you go through, like um, could you explain what you do when you are removing <laughs> my amalgamums? Yes, of course. <laughs> <Or> anyone's <laughs> amalgams? <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, 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 for Cynthia, I think she, she would not mind that I mentioned, but it was in the beginning, I, uh, she was not really concerned. You you was not really concerned, you know, with, with, with the amalgam. So I, I don't like to force patients. I always tell them, look, you need to research a little bit and find out that it is something that you would consider for yourself. Uh, when refusing was like that. So the first time when I see you was in 2013, I guess. Uh, we did put it that. <laughs> question mark and you said look I have that for a long time and that is always uh, many patients do the same approach they say oh, look I have that for some time for never give me any trouble so if it breaks and then I change okay <laughs> and then when when you say okay I respect your idea you know it's it's your body in the end of the day you take the decision but the, the the main thing is until you remove you will have every time that you chew you, you will have the mercury available and that would be going somewhere with the mercury they always go to the fat tissue and it is difficult to get elimination of that so because of that Cindy is very familiar and uh, Kim now is start to see she has been here as well and uh, <laughs> she knows how we look at that we do have a protocol that needs to be followed it's not that you have the amalgam then you go in the first dentist and you start to remove because if you don't go for a correct protocol you can have have more issues you can you can end up with autoimmune disease as well because when is the, the the time that you'll be mostly exposed to the mercury would it be when you place because then you are manipulating and that is oh the the, the mercury is uh, in the air and the other time it is when you're removing because when you remove you need to drill that will generate a heat and the, 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 the vapors of the, the mercury would be also be in the air and you'll be inhaling that, you know. So you need to be careful when you remove. And for me, uh, it took a while for me to realize that because I was needed a lot of studies on that. And uh, I realized that... Uh, Every time that I was removing the amalgam of some patient, um, I was being uh, also getting that vapor in, in, the, in the air, and I was getting the, the mercury, you know. So I was need to change uh, Kim No and Cindy No. Uh, I have a totally new uh, practice now. Sunshine Dental Care has uh, invested in a way that... Uh, since the, the, the plumbing here, all the chairs, they're all new. So we have special filters that will look after that, that we will not only remove the amalgam and that will be displaced in the environment. So it will be filtered. When you are in a, in a chair, like um, 
Cindy has uh, notes last time, we, we prepare first with that protocol, like we have mentioned, we look in the gut, we look in digestion, we look in all the minerals and everything, so your body is already prepared to, to, to work with the amalgam, and uh, we'll have supplements in there that it is mainly the zinc and selenium and chlorella and coriander, things like that, that will help you with the detoxification. And that will help you do the elimination. So once you have that uh, for a couple of days at least uh, in your body, if you are a health person, it, it varies from one person to the other, depends how good you are in your health. But um, after that, if you are sitting in a chair, let's say you have done all the rest, uh, you will be with your tooth totally isolated, so we only work on that tooth that contains amalgam. Usually I go by quadrant, I don't want to cross the midline, just not to interfere with your immune system as well. And we will not coincide with the same day as well in a week, because we know that our immune system uh, has a seven-day cycle, and uh, we want also to respect that, that day, because if we coincide, we can have an overload on that day, and that damage your Immune, um, immune system and that can cause autoimmune disease. So we we remove in a protocol with Rabadam, the two-phase isolate, and then we have the air filtration as well that, uh, that will be bring close to your mouth and that's a kind of a vacuum cleaner that will be vacuum all the air and the, the filtering everything. That air is a Swiss-made machine and has six filters on it and uh, we'll capture as much as we can. It's still, of course, a bit probably will go in the air and we can't see, but with that, you minimize in, in a very, very little amount that will be exposed. And then, in conjunction with that, we also use O3, so it's ozonating water that uh, also clean and will boost your, your body with uh, pure oxygen. So we use the oxygen as well to, to boost your body, okay? Because that helps you to, to have a, um, a better elimination in the, your body fresh with, with fresh oxygen. And then after that, yeah, you replace with, of course, with a biological material. Mm. You, um, you take such care, mm -hmm. you know, in order to do this. And I take my hat off to you, Lillian, because... Thank you. Uh, you know, like you're exposing yourself to this all the time and, and that's why you have created such an amazing protocol in order to um, get the amalgams out. And um, I am happy to say that I only have a few to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with, yes, yes. Yeah, we're slowly getting rid of them and I'd say they'll all be gone hopefully by, that's you know, right. next yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, yeah. We, we are now just, in, I think, in two that we need. So in they're not too big. But uh, the, the other thing that we need to, to make it clear is that once you start to have the amalgam, of course, the ideal is that you remove as... Uh, sooner as you can because then you stay in that protocol the strict protocol for that period and then after that you will be in a kind of a maintenance okay and then you the very important part is that you continue with the vitamin c and you do a flush um, a detox a flush for your body once a month okay because as i mentioned before the mercury they will go for your fat tissue and to to remove from there it's not easy it's not a just doing exercise and sweating a little bit and you'll be eliminating the mercury because they will be storage in your fat tissue, okay? So that's why you need for at least six months after you remove all the amalgams, you need to continue doing that flush once a month. And how do you do that flush? Usually, uh, usually I recommend we're using vitamin C. So you, you, you take a, a higher amount of vitamin C and it's a day that you, meet, you need to be at home, of course, because um, you need to, to be comfortable. You know that you need to go to the toilet many times. Are you, you talking phosphoric acid? Like, do you get it like that? Or are you talking about camu camu? Do you just take lots of camu camu? Yes, you, you, you need to take a camu camu until you go to the toilet, I would say. Wow. And, you know, and one of the things that... Um, we're doing um, with the camu camu for people who can't handle the carbohydrate because it's a fruit. It's not exactly. straight ascorbic acid. It's a fruit. And one of the things that um, I've 
come up with is I use the cultured wellness um, cultures. I make up a juice um, and mm-hmm. I make that up of beetroot and carrot and apple and ginger and I even put garlic and a bit of onion in. And yep. then mm-hmm. I add heaping tablespoons of the camu camu mm-hmm. and then I ferment that for between 24 and 36 hours out on the bench. Mm. And then drinking that, um, it means that the, the, what the um, ferments have done is mm-hmm. that, number one, you've got the ferment c- coming in, so it's going to help clean out your gut. But number two is it's eaten all the carbohydrates um, exactly. and it makes it easier because, I, you know, everybody knows what I'm like, Lily, and I'm, I, I know how ascorbic acid's made and I understand yes. there is a reason to use it, mm. um, especially in flushes, but I try to do it. I try to do it as naturally as I possibly can. So people can choose. They can put the little bit of effort in and do it that way or they can yep. choose to, you know, grab some. I think the latest thing is um, the fat and the vitamin C. Um, it's uh, what's it called, the lipo um, vitamin C. Um, mm-hmm. And I've noticed that um, a couple of the um, prescribing uh, for prescribing vitamin and mineral companies, you know, the ones through the natural therapists and natural dentists and chiropractors and everything, they're bringing one out in the next couple of weeks mm. um, and it's attached to fat and apparently the vitamin C works uh, far better that way. So when I find out more about it and when I learn out more about it, then I'll I'll let people know what's, what's happening there. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Another question I'm, I have, so... And number one, what's amalgam uh, amalgam fillings made up of? What's the percentage of mercury? Well, the percentage of the mercury is quite high. It depends because there is a company that works with a different percent, but in most of them is almost fifty percent is is mercury. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. What, whatever made us think that. Um, it was okay to put that in our mouths, and I, like I, I, I know I, I heard your explanation of the whole thing, but I, I always wonder, and it's the whole BPA thing. I remember when my kids were little, they mm. were um, the dentists were putting sealants over their teeth so they wouldn't yep. get whole. Now, what were they made out of, and, what, and have they got BPA in them? Depends of the, the, the sealant will have BPAs, yes. That is a concern. I have a couple of children that come here and uh, the moms don't know that and I bring that subject as well and uh, they most of them will have uh, BPAs on it. So uh, it's not many of those that doesn't have, but um, nowadays we do have, I do have here available for my patients without um, uh, BPAs. Yeah. So can you take those sealants off? Uh, yes, you gotta. Well, when it is just a fissure seal, it's easy because it is just in a fissure, so you scrub. Usually, you can even remove with ultrasound, and that will come up, and and yep. uh, you just replace that with the normal one. But um, when when it is a restoration, depends of the size of the restoration, um, that it can be an issue because you, you is the same color as the tooth. So you you need to know that always when you replace that restoration, a bit of your sound tooth would be sacrificed as well. You know, so that's what uh, it is quite hard, you know. So we try to do in a way that it is preserving the tooth as much as we can. But always I recommend to the patient, if it is a large restoration, I would say consider uh, more than half of the tooth we need to be replaced. I would recommend to do that restoration in porcelain. Okay. Mm. If it is a, a, a full crown, you can either choose to a porcelain or the zirconium. If it is a small restoration, um, we do have available BPAs and hammer-free as well. Um, if it is um, just a fissure seal, you need to look for the sealant that contains no BPA as well, which is uh, not many. But there is another thing that the, you need to use it as well, um, what we call just a bonding material that will be the one that will glue the, the, the resin with your tooth. That also needs to be BPA-free, you know, because that goes mm-hmm. underneath. 
So mm. uh, there is so many materials that we use in dentistry that uh, you need to evaluate all of them. It's, it's not possible to eliminate all of them, but the majority you can. And, and, uh, a lot of people will say things like, like, you know, none of us are qualified dentists. So mm -hmm. when we go to the dentist, we are trusting exactly yeah. what they say. So you could say that we've got BPA-free um, sealants or BPA composites and yet the glue or, or the composite stuff that you're talking about, the compound that you put in to glue it in there, mm -hmm. is, has got BPA. Now... They're not lying by saying that the, the, the replacement filling or whatever is not BPA, but, but how, do they know and they wouldn't tell you or is there, I mean, there's very few of you dentists talking like this. And exactly. Well, uh, I can't tell you if they don't know or not. I think many of them would not know because they, they are not in that study. They, they probably not being aware about it. Um, some of them would, and they would just choose not to tell you. And uh, there is also, uh, I would say, those that will be like I am here. I always tell you uh, which material you want to choose. We have materials that has PPAs and material that has not. And I tell you the difference between one and the other. Okay? So the... The patient usually they would know um, if they ask, and sometimes they can be as well a bit more informed if they know the name of the material and they can go and they are and they do their own research, which nowadays is even more and more common to do that. You know, can we can it, we move on and ask about fluoride? Like, you know, I, what is the whole kerfuffle that's happened with fluoride? Why are we being offered fluoride still? And why is there such a big, or how are you overcoming the whole fluoride treatment issues and whether or not children should be having fluoride in their toothpaste? Well, fluoride is a, a, a big concern, I would say, because um, if you talk alone, if I would just see the tooth, and uh, I would not consider the general health. I would say, yes, fluoride is good for the tooth. It will help you with decay. However, what causes the decay? So if we go for that analogy, what causes the decay is if you don't clean your, your, your teeth properly and you let the plaque build up on there, that will form um, an acidity environment with bacteria um, and that the bacteria will form that acidity environment and that will attack your tooth and eventually you will have decay. So how do you want to address that? If you, like I came from Brazil and in there we have done a study on that and not because we have an issue with the fluoride, but because the, the, the children there, they were poor and they could not buy toothpaste. So we were looking for an alternative, how they could clean their mouth and uh, they would uh, still uh, not have the decays. And we have done a study that we put totally out any toothpaste just because they could not afford to buy. And we just let them clean their mouth with water just using the toothbrush and water. And we have done that for a couple of months, and we every month we was analyzing and see what was going to change. And we know after, after years, because this project that was in there, it, it goes for years, uh, they call Zero Decay, the name of the project in there. Um, I don't know if it's still running, probably not, because that was when I was in university, that so was in 90 probably 96, 97. So on that time, we have, um, we have analyzed after a couple of years and we noticed that the children that was under that protocol, uh, only brushing their teeth with uh, water, uh, they were with zero decay. And that comes up with a study that was done in Finland as well, because they have the lowest uh, index of decay. And we analyzed why, and was because of they put all the effort on the prevention. And the prevention was, what caused decay? is bacteria and acidity caused by that bacteria that will make a hole in your tooth. Okay? So if you take out that cause, which is sugar, yeah, so if you, if you give a lot of sugar for your children, they will have that food for the bacteria, right? So you don't need the fluoride 
for that. So, interesting. If you, if, if, if you only clean your teeth properly, it doesn't matter with what, you don't need the fluoride because you are removing the substrate that it is the food for the bacteria that is causing decay. So, if you want to eliminate decay, you need to attack the cows. So, what it is the cows? Mm. You know? So, what about fluoride in the water, Lillian? What's your, are you allowed to make a... Um, uh, like a comment on that or is that like, um, you know, doctors commenting on things they're not allowed to com comment on? Are you allowed to comment on the fluoride uh, in the water? i probably not allowed to say anything mm. about it, but um, I can tell you uh, what I can, what I can say to you is what we just say. If the fluoride has been placed in the water to prevent decay, why should we not invest in removing the cause of the decay? because okay. it does yeah. I, I can ask yourself you think if you have a, a child that has a lot of decays or even yourself you have one decay let's treat you only with a fluoride we don't do a restoration we leave it there you, you don't, we don't change your diet we don't do anything we just put fluoride there you think that that will help good point mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so, very good point I think it'll make people think yeah, so it's not. Mm -hmm. when, when you want to attack the problem, you need to remove the cows. Yeah. Sounds you like know? cows. Your accent sounds like remove the cows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Brazilian. So <laughs> unfortunately, I think it's some, some of the, the words, uh, my accent will not change. I try my best. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, can can yeah. I? A question now then about the sure. elusive root canal. What yes. is it? Why do people have to have it? And what's your concerns? And most holistic dentists will do everything to avoid it. Why is that? Yes, well, that it is another polemic issue as well. So usually it's difficult to deal with that because first of all, uh, what it is the root canal, as you said? What, what would be the situation where you will be dealing with that situation that you say, okay, I need the root canal. You don't, you don't need the root canal if uh, you don't have a, a nerve involvement, okay? So, of course, uh, there is uh, sometimes periodontically as well cause uh, a problem in the nerve. But let's say if you need the root canal is because you have a nerve problem, okay? And then you need to drill, and you need to assess the nerve and means drilling in the tooth and uh, removing that nerve clean and placing the material in there. However, when we analyze the shape of the tooth, um, it's nearly impossible to remove all the bacteria. And the other thing is, most of the people, they will not go to a specialist to do the, the, the root canal treatment. They go in any dentist and many dentists do the, the root canal treatment. I'm not saying that the, the not specialist dentists would not do a good treatment. There is many uh, just general dent, the dentists that they will do uh, preparation in a root canal treatment as good as the specialists because they do so many times. They might be used to but that's not what happened with the majority of them so the majority of them uh, it will not be treated properly uh, the tooth will not be cleaned properly and that will make uh, um, like you put some material there in the canal uh, packing up bacteria underneath okay and that bacteria with the ears it will cause you more problems because it will form what we mentioned, the cavitation, and the, the bacteria will be always alive in there. And there, nowadays, we have studies, of course, there is a lot of studies that start from many, many years ago. Everyone will, will talk about the holistic dentistry. It uh, started with Dr. Preston. And um, uh, they say, oh, there is no scientific evidence for that. However, we know by the, by the, how can I say, I'm just missing the word now, but uh, the way that the canal is, there is so many tubbles that it is connected to, to that tooth, and you cannot fill it up all of them, and you cannot clean up all of them, and bacteria is microscopic, okay? So, 
You will kill the majority of them, but even if you do the root canal with the best endodontics, you still will have a small percentage in there that it is a live bacteria. And through the years that it can grow and then cause you another problem. Sometimes they would say, we just need to retreat the canal and then that will fix the problem. If you say in terms of teeth, in terms of the mastication, yeah, maybe that fixed the problem. However, there is um, cavitations and other problems in your general health that it might be linked with tattoo and you don't know. And that would not be solved by a root canal treatment. You know, because the bacteria, they will go in a chain and they will stop somewhere in your body and cause you an issue and sometimes very difficult for the doctor to find out that that comes from the tooth. So that's where we, we work with the meridians, the tooth meridians, and we find out each tooth uh, is connected with which organ or the, with uh, which glands. Okay? Which, so, which today, I have to say, sitting there and you talking about my tooth that's been, that's got a problem, one in particular, the particular mm -hmm. meridian line, Cindy, is joints and lower back. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's wow. good. We have this discussion today in the morning. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. and, then, and then with that, it, the, we say, is that coincidence? So, what I say to the patient that they come the first time, and uh, like Kim, she is a health lady. She always looking on her food, and uh, she does everything to be healthy and organic. Takes and, and suddenly, after procedure, you start to have a chronic problem, and that chronic problem cannot be solved. And then what you will think that that is solving? Then you will look in your teeth and see if there is any relationship between that and the tooth. So I say, if that problem is start after a dental procedure, you likely to be related to the tooth. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, geez, it just opens up a whole other um, place to look. But I guess it makes sense, though. I mean, everything is connected to everything, and no one thing stands on its own inside of the body. So it it really does make sense. It's just, yeah, you know, I. It, I think where does a person start then? <laughs> but, I, but, but, but I guess it does. It does. It, it makes practical sense to start with the beginning of the digestive system. Yes, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that is very good because uh, uh, it's everything linked to each other. We are one body, and everything is linked. You know, so if one thing is not working properly, we will have a kind of a compensation. Mm. We'll be using more to the other one. And that's what is causing. That's what we say, like in, in case of King, uh, she started to have this chronic back pain. And uh, it's very difficult when it's uh, to find out exactly where it starts and how it starts. But uh, the coincidence is there. So then we know at least uh, where we need to address to maybe find the, the, the solution. You know, but it is not an easy way. That's why you need to study a lot, and uh, you need to 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 go in different. Uh, I work like Carlos. He is also looking for Kim, and he he will have a, a say on that. And then we'll say, okay, we will look on this to see if that fix. If not, we can look in this other thing. And then by the end, the come the common thing it is that we will have the patient look in all the angles, and we can solve the problem. It, it's almost like um, investigation. So at the moment you go to your doctor, they find a symptom, they give mm -hmm. a medication and you go away because that medication has taken the symptom away. Exactly. But eventually the, the body breaks down and, and I feel, Lillian, is what you and Carlos do and many holistic dentists that I'm learning about and holistic doctors it's almost like you're investigating. Yeah. Um, and you're not just saying, well, that's your symptom, take this drug. You're actually going through an investigative process. And for many yeah. people, they don't ever have that. Um, they don't have anybody doing that for them. And it's, and it's, I find it really hard. I've been um, listening to a, a doctor out of MIT, out of Boston, and mm -hmm. Uh, he and another gentleman, he's called Dr. K and the other one's called Dr. Fasano, 
and they have a five-year waiting list because mm. all they do is investigate chronic problems mm -hmm. um, holistically. And you can't, people can't wait five years if they're, they're sick. Mm. So um, I'm, we, I feel so lucky that on the, you know, the Sunshine Coast we have um, some wonderful holistic practitioners from chiropractors to dentistry. And you know what? I, I, never, I never thought, I never could understand why someone wanted to be a dentist. Why would you ever <laughs> want to look down that mouth? But I actually, I actually it. share your view, Cindy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I actually, for the first time in my life, understand um, understand this profession and the importance of this profession and the importance that we do the right thing by people from tooth extractions to root canals to the fillings that we use to the amalgams that we take out to our how we clean our mouths. You know, I just um, I'm in awe. I'm in absolute awe of what's happening. We're mm -hmm. almost becoming like the, um, I, I, I don't know about you girls, but I feel like over the course of us doing our podcast over the last three years, it's like we started in the mind and we remember <laughs> that the mind was everything. Then we've, we've moved gradually into, you know, our nutrition and, and then we've moved from nutrition into kind of self-care and now we've gone into the gut and now we've gone... It's like every level we keep going deeper into each one and then it expands and now realising that the dentistry, bio-dentistry, is such a it, – it's obviously an incredibly definitive and very incredibly strong part of our whole health and, our, and the way our health is. Would, would you not say? Yes, definitely. It's, it's quite artistic to work, I would say, and you need to love what you do, you know, to, to look in all these angles. Well, I was highly embarrassed at the fact that now these days you have these bloody cameras. So you think that just the dentist? <laughs> oh, I love that camera. I, I like, then, like looking at it. And then and Lillian's holding the camera and goes, "See the plaque here?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, is that what you have to look at?" Yeah. <laughs> Oh. But now you've got a screen in front of me showing it to me. Sure, that's a, that's a motivation to floss, I can tell you. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, you, no. you, you, must, you must see what you have. Oh, I can't bear it. Actually, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, Karen, I didn't think I'd be able to bear it. But yeah. when Lillian takes screenshots of your mouth or is moving the camera around your mouth, I, I actually find it really fascinating, fascinating. now. I yeah. Well, because, you know, we, we've been so blinded by what's happening in our mouth. We, you know, well, the more I listen to Lillian and, and uh, the whole thing about um, holistic dentistry, the more I realise we need to be educated about this. We need mm. to ask questions. We, do, we, we just seems to have um, just open your mouth, yes, we'll do that, let's throw that filling in. That's what I was done. It was done to me as a teenager. I didn't know any different. My parents knew no different. We went to the local dentist. He filled everybody's mouth with amalgamum. I'm sure my holes weren't as big as the amalgamums that are coming out. He just drilled the whole tooth out and then threw it with mercury. And that's what it, it infuriates me. Cindy, I'm with you, but I, I don't know about you girls, and, and, I'm, and I'm sorry, I don't mean this in a generalised form, but there was a, there's a reason why they, we used to call it the murder house. Like, it was seriously <laughs> like, the most scariest place to go. We always all hated it. There's a lot of people that really do have a phobia around dentistry. And I have to say to you, Lillian, there's a mm. lot of dentists out there that are very barbaric. They're very brutal and and I know that for having my wisdom teeth removed I have never felt so violated upset hurt and traumatized mm -hmm. and I'm not being dramatic here Cindy saw me afterwards I was yeah yeah I know it's horrible yeah it, it, it's it's not nice to to hear that because uh, yeah, I, I hear that, uh, you know, sometimes very often, I would say, from patients. And uh, that's where the nowadays I think there is many people just uh, having the numbers in front of them and they don't see the, the priorities or that they just need to do that number, you know. And uh, with patients, you can't do that. You, you need to look in general. You need to spend time. You need to, to, to be there and doing the things in, in 
in a way. So I always hear sometimes I get behind of the, sometimes pretty often I would say I get behind because I don't let myself to to do the things quickly just because the next one is in line. You know, you, you can apologize for people and say, look, this one here took a little bit longer. Of course, you estimate the time that you need, but sometimes it, it does need more time. But you cannot make that, uh, okay, I will just make a quick thing now and that's it. You know, the work is done. You know, you need you need to, to do the things and uh, give the priority that you want to do your best in there. And I think that's uh, it's a shame because sometimes uh, people get traumatized and when they do get traumatized, the fear come and always then the second time when they go, it doesn't matter if they change the dentist or not, the memory will be there, you know. Mm. And sometimes it's difficult to deal with that because you need to get that phobia away. And um, I'm glad that I have some patient that comes here with a big phobia from, from then. It sounds to me like we might have lost Lillian there for a moment. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I can't I just, hear her. Just, just as Lillian's speaking, I'm, I'm casted back to my most recent experience at the dentist. I used to have the spunkiest dentist in the world in Sydney. <laughs> this guy, yeah. he looked like Elvis. And the worst thing is to have a spunky dentist because it's very unattractive. You know, you're lying there, they can see straight up your nose, you've got dribble going everywhere, it's all, it's all bad. And I, I just used to love going to see him because he was so Hello? Hot. I think he, I lost oh, you, girls. We've got you back, Lillian. I've uh, got sorry. you back, Lillian. Oh, so, sorry about that, but it comes something in. Another call here Karen, and it cut it off. Karen was telling us all about her hot, funky dentist that she used to go to <laughs> So, yes. But then the worst thing, the worst thing was when I moved from Sydney up to the Sunshine Coast, I never found a good dentist. And the very last dentist that I went to, because I've smashed one of my back molars, and I went to the last dentist, and I'm not joking, as soon as I sat in that chair and they brought that light down over my face, I had a panic attack. I got up out of the chair mm. and I ran as fast as I possibly could, and I've just tolerated my smashed up back tooth. I just, oh, oh. and then on the, pa on the paperwork, <laughs> That's on, the terrible. Pa on the paperwork, the dentist said to me, um, is there anything more we should know? And I put in big, bold letters, yes, I'm terrified. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Empathics and oils and, and, and what do you say to people that are that are terrified of the murder a dentist? Yeah, that's what I want to know. That's what I want to know because it stops it, it, it stops it, well it stopped me from going to the dentist with a smashed tooth. So I'm just tolerating it. I'm I'm really interested to see what you do with patients that are freaked out and top traumatized because I dare say There'd be lots of us, surely. Please tell me there are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there is, there is a lot of him. Yeah, so I have uh, some patients. I would say we always need to start with uh, a consultation and have a good talk and uh, try to find out from where it comes to trauma. Okay, so we spend a little bit of time and uh, find out. Uh, and then sometimes it's just that you need to spend more time with the patient and uh, build up that confidence in the patient and they will be fine. Other times they are really, really scary and they would not let you do anything um, apart from the examination. Some of them would not do the examination, but um, they, they would need to be sedated. Okay, so we, we would oh. offer then sedation, which would be a professional that would come and uh, would administrate like intravenous sedation for that patient in particular. Um, it, some of them, that's the only way that they have, you know, because they, they, they can't open the mouth because they, all that memories will come in their mind and that would, uh, would not let them do the, let me do the work. You know, so when they are sedate, then uh, it helps both. I can do the work, and they also will will have a, a pleasant time. They would not remember about the procedure. Karen, that might be what you need. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, first things first, both you. And both you, Cindy, and Kim, you have to come with me, one on each side. Um, <laughs> Lillian needs to get in there somewhere, Karen. We can't be on either side of you. 
<laughs> well, we have our dental assistant here. She's a lovely girl as well, and she usually helps the patients quite a lot. She she can give you a hand as well. <laughs> is she a trained psychologist? Is she? Is that- <laughs> Why is it that I'm always the freak? You know, with all of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Karen, oh, so that would funny. be maybe your case next time that we see you. Uh, right. You can come with with Kim or with Cindy here, and they can give you a hand for you. I'm I'm quite all right on that. Well, I can but, tell you now, there's no way I'd be doing it any other way. <laughs> oh, you'll come and laugh. I mean, look after you, sweetheart. We yes, would, you we would know. come and laugh. I yep. know you would. You would take photos of me and put them on Facebook. I know, and you would get selfies of you cracking up, laughing. <laughs> no, we we wouldn't do Imagine that. Imagine getting Karen with dribble or Danicus. I'd love it. I'd just oh. we'll get photos and we'll put it up on the on the. I was just going to ask about oil pulling because I yes. I got a text from Kim this morning. <laughs> oil pulling, pulling, really? So could you talk about oil pulling? Is that something that you um, advise, or and what's the point of it? Lost her. Hello. Oh, Sorry. Yes, that's it's someone so what, what, insisting what? to call. Um, okay, oil pulling you were talking about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oil pulling, it's uh, a very good way to to help. I have many patients that they have done, uh, they have periodontal problems, and uh, I recommend them to do the, of course, you need to do a good cleaning first. And then you start to do the oil pulling. So you can use many types of oil, like a, uh, but my preferred one would be the coconut oil. Okay, so the oil pulling would um, you would you need to to have like a full tablespoon, and you will be swishing in your mouth for about at least ten minutes. Okay, so it would be from from ten to twenty minutes. I would say most of the people would do 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, okay? And uh, the pulling also, it help remineralize your tooth and it strengthens your gums as well. And uh, apart from that, they clean the whole area. It is good. I have patients that the, the teeth were very mobile with periodontal problem. We have done a good, a good professional cleaning and uh, asked the, the, the patient to start to, to have the oil pulling. And uh, with that, the tooth become stable again you know i have to say to you that i after my good clean today i came to the office and said to the girls i can't talk i'm oil pulling and Mm. i did my i think i did two tablespoons of oil my mouth was quite full and (laughs) um, and i had two drops of spearmint oil and Mm. i got i can tell you within 30 seconds my mouth was actually quite fatigued. So clearly I have not got strength or muscles. And when you were talking about how it can strengthen the ligaments around the tooth, mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this is like I'm actually doing a workout. I thought I did enough of a workout with the amount of talking I do. But with mm. the oil swishing, it was like such a different feeling. And I've, I've done it for a little while before, but only a minute or two because I didn't think it mattered. Mm. But I did it for a good 10 to 15 minutes. And mm. my mouth actually felt really, it felt really amazing. And especially with a, a drop or two of peppermint or spearmint, it just had mm. such a refreshing feeling. Yeah, it does make a difference. But you cannot forget that after you do that, you need to spit it all out and then brush your teeth because you don't want to swallow any of those bacteria or anything that comes out from the eye pulling. Oh, I didn't brush my teeth. <laughs> Here we go. So it's good Trust to, me. you know, and then you, you do that then. Lily, and the thought of swallowing that, we're, we're not good at swallowing in this camp, so, you know, oh. we'll, just, we'll just stick to spitting that one. <laughs> what, what, sort of oil did, what sort of oil did you use, Kimmy? Coconut oil. Coconut oil. With yeah. the spe- two drops of spearmint. Okay. Lily, one other question, because I know we're coming to the end. Just very quickly, it's something I get asked all the time. Not a problem. It has been a pleasure to be talking with you girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, having a, a squeeze of half a lemon in, in water in the morning, mm-hmm. is that okay for the teeth or not okay? We know it helps the digestive tract, but is it good for the teeth? Well, that was very good things to, to, to comment now, to just for us to finalize, because um, lemon, and some people would do, even I myself I was doing um, apple cider vinegar with the mother. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it does help a lot your body, but you need to do you need to do some precautions on there because it is acid. Okay, and I have a lot of uh, person that uh, was doing that for years, and uh, they start to have erosions in the teeth because they drink. So when you drink, the first teeth that will be attacked is the anteriors. And if you do that very regularly, every day, you know, with uh, acid thing, uh, it can give you erosion. So what I would recommend you to do is to, to do that, but using a straw. So you swallow with a ah, straw. Okay. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. So that, that then you will drink, you will get the benefit of that, but you will not cause the erosion for your teeth. So what about, one of my favorite drinks when I get home at night is a little bit of ice, with some mineral water and about a tablespoon <laughs> with a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. I really mm -hmm. love it. Is, is yeah. that a small amount enough to do that or would I still need the straw? Um, if you have like a, a full tablespoon of uh, apple cider vinegar, I would drink with a straw. Oh, wow. Okay, even one tablespoon and a whole glass of water. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. you can measure. You can measure uh, the pH of the water, and you will see that it is quite acid. Okay, thank you. That's such a mm. good. Time. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. That's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is so many things more that we can talk and discuss. And as you said, when we talk about that, it opens a big thing that uh, sometimes we don't finish the subject because we just jump in another and then goes deeper and it goes on and on and on. So that's why it's very important to work uh, together with other professionals as well. So each one you look in in your area, and here. Um, so we have uh, in any practice here in Sunshine Dental Care, we, we, we do that uh, in a way that we talk uh, always, I say, I want to know which natural part you work. So we, we write a letter and find to look, that's in my findings, and you can tell me what is your findings and we can work together to for the benefit of the patient, you know. And then when it ends, when you have all the removal, we also uh, communicate and uh, say, look, that's now my part has finished, so the patient will go for a maintenance, but you still need to work in something else with the patient, you know. And I'm very glad to have Cindy because uh, she brings a lot of things good as well that it just help us because the other the other problem that we we see that when I start with my detoxification program we put a lot of things in there and then the next question of the patient would be okay where did I find that you know because they want to do the things in the right way but they don't know where to get the products you know mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm very glad that Cindy opened for us a, a link that we can go straight away and we look uh, together here with the with the protocol and uh, if the patient have that problem we say look here it is we give that link for you and they will have we know that it is organic that the cindy looks after the the material that it is there we know that it is not synthetic you know because there is a lot of synthetic material that is vitamins especially so we know that the source where we want to send it is a good source you know and, uh, Thank you, Lillian. Yeah, no, that that's very mm. important because we need to support the the, the patient and uh, not only give the protocol. We need to tell them where they can get the right things. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's the key, isn't it? I mean, people, if they know better, then they can do better. Mm. But yes. For the most part, people don't even know that these are issues, much less know where to go to get them fixed or what to do to. Um, you know, in, in, enhance their experience or make themselves well or where to even start looking. Mm -hmm. Most people are pretty ignorant to this sort of thing and I think that um, being able to talk to you about it is, is, is just exceptional. How oh, thank do, you. How, how can our listeners actually um, find you or, or, or research you, find out more about you? Okay, I'll thank you to give me that opportunity. We are here in Marichador, is in the heart of Sunshine Coast. We are in the Emporio Place. Uh, the practice name is Sunshine Dental Care. 
if you look in the internet, we have our Facebook as well. If you look for Toxin Free Sunshine Dental Care, we have the Facebook there, and there is a lot of tips on there. And I probably will, with the permission of Cindy, we we, we might put some links that go to to her as well, because then people knows where they can find the things. But uh, we have uh, the website sunshinedentalcare.com.au that will explain a little bit more as well. And uh, we are in the Emporio Place, which is close to the Maritador Home Center, just opposite to Have Normal. It's an uh, Emporio Place uh, 501. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Fabulous. Would you like that I give our telephone? Or the- yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Why definitely. Not? Yeah, if someone would like to call us, our phone is 0754754866. And I would just like to just add a little bit here and because sometimes we don't associate a dental procedure with ill health and it would be good for people to start thinking about, well, when did they start to get sick? What was it that happened? And that's what we were doing with Kim, wasn't it? Kim? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it's, it's exciting that we're finding out all of this wonderful information. So thank you, Lily, and I really appreciate you coming on the call and I know how busy you are. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, you for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, Lily, and thank you for changing your plants around to be with us this afternoon because we know <laughs> that our beautiful listeners, they really are very loyal and very interested in in all that we're interested in. And at the moment, dentistry is a hot topic for all three of us. So we're very grateful for your time and your knowledge and, and incredibly grateful that there's a group of dentists um, that are really becoming very mindful of the importance of how to approach this care for those of us that are looking at it holistically. So on behalf of of mankind, mm-hmm. I'd like to say thank you. Oh, thank you, girls, and you are fantastic girls as well because you bring that news for people. And uh, as you said, when the information goes further, that's where sometimes would be the start for someone. And uh, you make that possible that everyone can hear. And the, if they are around us here, they know where to come. And for definitely, we will look very carefully in each case and work separately, individually. You know to to find the best solution for each one of them well that's fabulous well i might you've encouraged me you've inspired me yes maybe the next one will be you karen i I'm, think so i'm looking forward to see you and <laughs> yeah we, we will make the best to, to work out in, in the best way to treat you well that's very sweet but i know what you really mean is you're looking forward to laughing at me <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, a, a good laugh, you know, uh, it's it's also good. It, it's good for the spirit. <laughs> well, I will gratefully provide you with entertainment. No problem at all. Uh, that's nice, Karen. <laughs> Lillian, this has been an exceptional show, and I know that everybody listening to today's show will have gotten so much out of it. So, as Kim said, thank you so much from the bottom of our bottoms for doing the work that you do, because obviously. There's a huge need for holistic dentistry and we're all getting this incredible wake-up call about how it contributes to our health and well-being. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for being a part of the ride and for sharing yourself with us and all of our listeners. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you. <laughs> yeah. So for everybody who's listened to today's show, we certainly hope that you've loved it as much as we have. Go all the way across to our Facebook page at allthews.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and post all of your questions and all of your comments for Lillian right there and we'll make sure that she gets them. Also, you can go to allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat and you can post your comments and your questions there as well and we love to hear from you guys so please keep your feedback coming it's been an absolute treat sharing 2015 with you guys so make sure that you keep sending us your comments your questions and your requests and anything that you want us to do shows on so um it it keeps it keeps it alive for us and we love it so join us here next week on Up For A Chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. And we're going to see you on the ride. Bye for now, everybody. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.